We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to fight! Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. And that is uh, Travis Kelsey talking yesterday. We're going to talk to uh, Carrington Harrison in just a second. But we have breaking news uh, this morning. Uh, we've lost Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall, the, the great Blackhawks player, died uh, at the age of 84. It's being reported by the Daily Herald. And um, it's... Uh, it's sad. It's you know Bobby Hull was a con- controversial figure, a great player here with the Blackhawks, and certainly um, you know guy that uh, that uh, had an unbelievable legacy with the Blackhawks. Surprising news, yes, yeah, sad Cup. news. Yeah. Daily Herald reporting this morning: Bobby Hull led the Hawks to 1961 Stanley Cup, 610 goals overall, considered the best player in their history. Complicated legacy. We can talk yes. about that moving forward, yeah. but yes, can, uh, reported to have passed away at the age of 84 this morning. All right, we will get to that uh, soon. But first, we are delighted to welcome in Carrington Harrison, 610 Sports in Kansas City. He joins us on the Signature Bank Score Hotline, Signature Bank making commercial banking personal. And uh, Carrington, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. I, before we start this conversation, I just want to point out, I know I've been on you guys' show before, and I told you about the Parkins pick a death. Have you noticed that since Pat, since Danny has left Kansas City, the Chiefs have been to four suits? Like, have you just noticed you guys get the number one overall pick and the Chiefs go to Super Bowls? Like, this wasn't happening. The Chiefs had the number one overall pick when Danny was here. He is a plague. I don't know why you guys still have Danny around. So, Carrington, you're saying if the Bears want to win a Super Bowl, move number one is get rid of Parkins. You got to trade Danny to – Carolina, you got to trade him to Houston. You you, you got to get rid of Danny. He's what's really holding the organization back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Carrington. Appreciate the uh, insight into Danny. Um, look at yesterday's game, and we talked coming into this. Patrick Mahomes, we always talk about his toughness or his talent, and yesterday was about his toughness. Have you ever seen him more impressive under those circumstances because of the ankle? No, and I don't think it's just the ankle. I mean, if you look at the injuries that started to rack up for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, McCole Hardman was injured. That's one of their top receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster was injured. Kadarius Toney. I mean, he was playing with special teamers at the end of it. Marcus Kemp, who had a big catch there 
in the second half is primarily a special teams player. So it's really a culmination of all of those things. It's the ankle injury. It's the fact that the Chiefs didn't really run the ball effectively yesterday, and they had so many injuries to their wide receiver group. I mean, it was one of the most impressive just feats of we're not going to lose today that I've ever seen. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier that, um, you know, they also were very motivated. Had it not been for the Burrowhead comment, there's no way Mahomes would have played in that game. No, I mean, it's still the AFC championship game, so I believe that Patrick Mahomes was going to play anyway, but it certainly was a scene the entire week. I made the analogy over the course of the week on my show is that the Bengals were acting like the 08 Celtics without winning the championship, like, the only Celtics have got every single bit out of winning one ring. I mean, you got the one championship, great. But they have been on this 15-year, let's talk about this one championship. That's how the Bengals were acting for losing in the Super Bowl last year and beating Kansas City in one playoff game. It was just really odd energy from Cincinnati. So the Chiefs, they are certainly a team that keeps mental notes and writes those things down. So I was not surprised in the least bit that the Chiefs were very openly mocking Cincinnati after how the week played out. So Andy Reid obviously has had a Hall of Fame career, and he's already won a Super Bowl. But you do wonder this, and I think over the next two weeks, at least this will be addressed. If he beats his former employer, and it doesn't get much better than that if you're Andy Reid, is there any chance or even conversation about the fact that he may walk away and ride off into the sunset? Or is Andy Reid just going to coach until he can't coach any longer? I mean, I don't know if I would leave 27-year-old Patrick Mahomes not with the way that he's playing right now. I, I think that I think that Matt Patrick Mahomes has re- rejuvenized Andy Reid in a way that I don't know if we can really quantify. Like, Think about how creative Andy is and the offensive mind that he is, and he gets maybe the best quarterback that we've ever seen, certainly not from a resume standpoint yet, but just in terms of like physical ability, one of the better quarterbacks we've ever seen, and his health appears to be fine. I, I don't think Andy's retiring anytime soon. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating to to see how the, the Chiefs have managed to move on from Tyreek Hill without even a, a, a shrug. I mean, they you could argue they've distributed the ball better, they've been better now. I mean, I don't know who's going to be available come Super Bowl time. Maybe you can tell us how does the injury list look? How good will the receiving core be when they finally uh, play in a couple weeks? I would imagine this downtime, this week off, allows the quarterback to heal, allows some of the receivers to get better. It's a very important thing for the Chiefs. Maybe the Eagles too, but the Chiefs more so. Yeah, absolutely. We'll certainly see over the course of the next two weeks who's healthy, and who's not healthy, Kadarius Tony, he had the ankle injury. McCole Hardman was hurt anyway. I mean, he hadn't played since the first week of November. He tried to play yesterday. He gets injured, so uncertain about his status now at this point. But I, I, I will admit this. I, I thought that this was going to be a, a, a setback year for the Chiefs. I didn't think that they would miss the playoffs, like I heard a lot of people saying in the offseason. But, I mean, if you trade who I thought was one of the five best receivers in the league in Tyree Kill – normally you just expect some kind of regression. And the fact that the Chiefs were able to go further than they did last season and basically have the same offense that they had last year is just a testament to how good Patrick Mahomes is, a testament to how good Andy Reid is, and really Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I think, has really emerged. as I think you could argue he's the greatest tight end of all time. And if you've got that guy in the mix and you've got guys that know their role and can fill them, you can obviously do a lot of things. And Carrington, we were talking earlier in the show, had I predicted 
a former Packer receiver to having an impact in this year's postseason, it would not have been Marquez Valdez-Scantling. It would have been Devontae Adams. And yet yesterday, six catches, 116 yards. How surprising was that? Take us through his evolution this season because this is a guy that eight targets yesterday. He had to step up, but he was capable, and he made some clutch catches. Man, you guys know there's always somebody that's that X factor. I mean, we asked on our show this week if you could lock in an X factor between Jarek McKinnon, MVS, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Toney, who would you pick? Nobody picked MVS as their X factor, and then he goes out there and makes a lot of plays. You guys say you're surprised. Hell, I'm surprised. Chiefs fans were talking about letting him go and him not coming back a couple of weeks ago because of how disappointing the regular season was. So the fact that he was one of their unsung heroes in the AFC championship game is just really surprising. But, I mean, if if you're going to beat a team as good as Cincinnati is, we all can agree, like, Cincinnati's not going anywhere. That's one of the five best teams in the league. You need a couple of guys to step up. And with the injuries that the Chiefs had, they needed a wide receiver to make plays. And that guy was envious. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, it's it's pretty extraordinary to see a team – improve as you say despite losing the top receiver one of the top five receivers in the league and I think that part of that is just the you know you still have the best tight end out there you know we saw what happened in the playoffs a few years ago when he went out like that's a guy you got to have I look at the weaponry and I look at the way that offense runs you know it's a high volume offense there are a lot of different plays and a lot of different people that can help you it was extraordinary to see some practice squad guy out on the field at the end of the game, to see two tight ends at the end of the game. I mean, they they barely got through that game, and, and you know, obviously the, the penalty uh, led to the field goal that won the game. I don't think that field goal is even attempted from 60 yards. No, I don't think so either. And I've heard a lot of people talking about this. They have called that penalty where Osai pushes Patrick Mahomes for the last – 15 years in the National Football League. Mahomes is three yards out of bounds. Like, I'm all for letting the players decide it, but come on now. Like, that's a penalty. If you want to complain about Kansas City getting a do-over, sure, there's some things you can complain about with the officials. But the final penalty of the game, he's, he's out of bounds. You can't push him. We all know this. We all watch the NFL every single week, and we all know that that's a penalty. Like, we can't say that we want the game officiated properly. But then when obvious penalties are happening, then we don't want them to call. Like Both of those things can't happen. I think from the outside looking in, Carrington, it was uh, we were surprised that Patrick Mahomes played as well as he did and had that kind of mobility. Was there a sense in Kansas City that this was possible, that he was capable of doing that? Because everything that we – you hear high ankle sprain and you're trained to think, oh, that's a several weeks, yeah. not several days. And yet he looked like somebody who – was able to compartmentalize whatever pain he was in. And were you surprised at how mobile he was and how well he played? I would say, at least here on Monday, there was certainly a lot of, hey, I don't know about this. I don't know. But Wednesday, whenever they met with the media and Patrick Mahomes walked out, he did all his media availability and he didn't have a boot, he didn't have tape on, and he didn't appear to have a pretty noticeable limp. I think the whole mood in the city changed it hey, Pat's not as injured as maybe we think. And that's when you saw the line move to where Kansas City was the favorite in the game. And that was sort of that. I mean, I, I was surprised too. Now, I think we saw there were there, there were throws, there were moments where you could tell that the ankle just bothered him. But 
we talk about a lot of athletes being different. I, I, there's only like a small handful of athletes that are like truly different. Like Giannis is one of those kind of guys. Steph Curry is one of those kind of players. Patrick Mahomes is one of them. Like all this conversation about Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback. And it's, I don't know why we do this every six months. We try to find some other answer for the question. Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the National Football League, and it is not particularly close. You know, um, the the defense really did a good job yesterday and certainly sacking uh, the, the quarterback five times. I, I think that maybe when we saw what was going on with Cincinnati at Buffalo, maybe that weather slowed down their pass rush as much as the injured offensive line for Cincinnati because – it seemed like winning the line of scrimmage uh, uh, was a reality for for Kansas City on the, on the defensive line. A hundred percent. I mean, in the last three matchups against the uh, against the Bengals, so the Chiefs got good pressure the first time. They got four sacks in the first matchup against Cincinnati, but in the last two, they had only hit Burrow three times and only gotten two sacks. So that was a big question for me: is can you get pressure on the quarterback? And the Bengals hadn't turned the football over, so. A couple of the things that didn't happen in previous Chiefs and Bengals matchups happened this time. They forced a couple of Burrow turnovers. They got pressure on them. Like, the Chiefs' defense was far better equipped to slow them down. I think part of it was the fact that Cincinnati, for the most part, was one-dimensional. They didn't really have a run game that much. And if you can force a couple of mistakes like we saw on some deep passes, then you put yourself in a really good spot. I thought that Kansas City's defense has been sort of underappreciated all year. I think it's because their offense is so good that – we just got to understand that teams are going to score in the National Football League. Like, you're not holding everybody to 13, 14, 17 points. That, you know, I think a lot of times fans get so mad when a team scores 21 or 24 points. Like, the rules are kind of set up for you to do that. I always thought that KC's defense was pretty formidable, and they kind of got the short end of the stick in most of the conversation. So, I'm happy that they play well in a big spot. And it'll be curious to hear what the national conversation is going to be about their defense going up against Philadelphia. I mean, I think Philly has the best offensive line in the National Football League, and they can run the ball. I mean, Philly's going to win. They have to run for probably 150 yards or so. Carrington, it's the uh, hiring season, and there's a lot of interest in Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, every year it happens. The Ravens has requested permission to speak to him for their offensive coordinator job. I think the Titans also have an opening there that they've shown some interest. And the Colts have interviewed him to be the head coach. What's going to happen with Bieniemy after this season? And is Matt Nagy? Is his name coming up in any sort of offensive coordinator positions and and openings? Nagy interviewed for one job. I believe it was the Titans. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was the Titans job. The Eric Bieniemy conversation, we could have a four-hour conversation just on Eric Bieniemy. It is confusing to me how the Chiefs offensive coordinator, when you think about how good their offense has been over the last five years, just doesn't really seem to have much head coaching interest, but now every team wants him to be their offensive coordinator. Like we've heard so many different, well, the enemy hasn't been hired as a head coach because he's a bad interview. Well, he seems to be interviewing great for all these offensive coordinator jobs. Seems to be a great interview in all of these situations. So I, I actually do think that this is the enemy's last year as the offensive coordinator. I think it's pretty clear that the path that he is on is not going to get him a head coaching job in the national football league. And if that is his number one goal, if he wants to be a head coach in the league, I don't think he can do it being the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think he has to do it being the Titans offensive coordinator or the Ravens or the Colts or you pick the team. I, I think he he's lost being the it candidate in terms of a head coach in the National Football League. He's not even the it minority candidate anymore. I would say that was D'Amico Ryans 
who appears to be getting the Texans job. So if, if Eric Bieniemy really wants to be a head coach, I don't think he can come back as the OC next year with the Chiefs. Uh, it's going to be really interesting, just this Andy Reid element, right? Not not whether, I, you know, I know he's sticking around, but this is the team he was at for 14 years, and now he's been with uh, the Chiefs for 10 years. These are the only two teams he's ever coached. He brought the Eagles to the verge, brought them to five consecutive uh, championship games, never won a Super Bowl, lost the only one there. And now here he is. Can he win another one against his old team? I, I just think that is a really fun story and the kind of begrudging respect he gets from Philly that, uh, that, that did not win the Super Bowl. With. It's just a wonderful story. It's going to be really cool this week. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's honestly a little bit like Kansas basketball. So, you know, Kansas basketball had Roy Williams. Roy Williams never won the championship and then goes to North Carolina and he wins three of them. Like, it's almost an identical story between the two, I mean, I think it's now pretty definitive. Andy Reid is the second-best coach of his generation behind Bill Belichick. Like, Belichick is one, I think, with a bullet point. I don't think anyone's arguing that. And Andy Reid is just clearly second. I mean, think about how up and down the National Football League is. She can win 11 games one year and then five the next. I mean, Andy Reid has two losing seasons in his entire coaching career. If Andy Reid is your coach, your floor is nine wins, and you can go to the Super Bowl. As we've seen, you can go to AFC and NFC championship games Let's also not forget that we got the storyline about Jason and Travis Kelsey. This is the first time that we've seen two brothers play against each other in the Super Bowl. So there's a lot of really cool storylines in this game. Great stuff. Carrington, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thanks, Carrington. I appreciate you guys. That is Carrington Harrison from uh, uh, from Kansas City. He is on the uh, uh, the local station there and, uh, and does a great job. A good friend of Danny Parkins, and that was the joke. 610 Sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.